Hey everyone, welcome to the Withering Effect, episode 153. Today's date is August 7th, 2022, and I am Duds or Duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs. I'm Jimbo. You may know me as Jimbo Slice 23. So, what have you been up to this week, Duds? Lots of little things. Nothing major. Uh, it seems to kind of be the theme of my Minecraft building experiences lately. Going small. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I worked on the entrance to the spider farm. Mm-hmm. Kind of. <laughs> I saw, and I was confused when I saw it. And by that, I mean I built the exterior and part of the interior, and then I covered it with black concrete. Mm-hmm. It was mainly because I was just, I was tired of working on it. I didn't want to do it anymore. So instead of forcing myself to work on something I just didn't want to do, I made it presentable and moved on. Right. Yeah, I mean, you can always go back to it. Yeah, and it would make a good stream project. So there's that. I have really been wanting to stream lately. I didn't stream Friday because we had a massive amount of work at work, and I came home, and I was just dead. The worst part is I came home and washed my car. Because I figured it was be it would be it needed it and it was the only time this weekend I'd have a chance to because I've been running around all weekend and literally both days this weekend when I've taken my car out of the garage it's rained. Mm. I was like, well, that was worthless. Almost did the same thing. Yeah, went and washed my car because I parked I parked under a tree mm-hmm. and yeah the birds got to it so it was pretty. Oh yeah, it was littered. But rain it rained here. But yeah, so anyways, Friday I was wanting to stream. But by the time I got inside the house, it was 7 o'clock. I normally start stream at 7.30, and I was exhausted. My little watch said I walked eight and a half miles that day. So, and it was 95 degrees here, so too much. Eight and a half miles and didn't get anywhere. Didn't get a single place. <laughs> but yeah, I, I worked on a shop for the spider farm stuff. I really liked how it came out. Again, we're our shopping district is technically temporary. And we're having to move it to the, the big oasis, which I think, as of today, is open for people to start building on it. Mm. So there's that. I don't have any plan for... Bi- I'm gonna, There's a lot of people who have larger builds already planned. I'm going to let those guys <laughs> take those spots, and I'll work my way in somewhere else. But the little shop I have now for the spider farm drops, I basically looked over and I saw Jess's gatehouse. And it was like, I'm going to steal that stuff and use that palette as my pet. I think I've talked about this last week. The way my episode landed, it was in a weird spot. So I might have already built this last week, but I used Jess's palette to build my shop. And it felt like it came out really, really well. It blended in good. Mm-hmm. The other thing I did, though, that I know didn't make last week's episode is I pranked Dave. That was good. Dave's got this nice big white dome on top of his structure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ever since I saw it, it reminded me of a bowl of ice cream. So I pranked him by building a big wooden bowl around it and putting a spoon into it. Put little chocolate chips on top with just carpet. I was going to go more, but I'm one of those people when I prank someone, I don't want to do big, overly complex pranks. because I want you to be able to clean it up quickly if you want it, if you need to have it cleaned up. I don't want to waste people's time and stuff like that. Dave said he's going to leave it up there all season. Dave, don't you leave that bowl up there all season. Like, it's so ugly. Just take it down. <laughs> oh, it's such a small little prank. Uh, and finally, I played some more single player. Have you? I've been getting on a kick on my single player world, and it's just basically for fun. The same world you started with? 
the My Own Survivor World. Hmm. Okay. I've been playing on there, and I'm I, w- I was thinking about making it a stream series where maybe if I if I have time during the week and I'm not exhausted, do a stream through there. So that's kind of it. So my week. Yeah. Well, I done a little bit of work on the server. Actually, I've I finished my interior. Uh, well, I you know, wouldn't say finished, but the walls. The walls are up and finished. Mm-hmm. And I have a cool little, what I like to call hieroglyphs on the walls, which... I've seen. Looks good. You saw them? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I went to... I went today and I started adding things. I added like the storage system. I'm adding a enchanting area, my bed area, and uh, you know little stands that I need and stuff like that. I'm going to start adding that in now. I might even get to it after the show a little bit. Maybe we're actually starting a little late today, so I might not. But I got a lot done to the interior. Got some recording done. Yeah, moving right along now. But uh. Yeah, I, I got big plans for this place. I think I've already mentioned it before, but actually save that. Don't want to spoil too much, but yeah, I've been have, having fun. I really wasn't sure what I was going to do with the interior. I wanted to look up some interior designs for like ancient architecture, especially for like Egyptian style, because mm-hmm. I wanted to use the hieroglyphs, and I know they have them in there. Mm, it was, every, all the rooms are pretty tight. And boring. Yeah, so I had to go with something else, but also try to use the hieroglyphs that I wanted. But there's things behind the hieroglyphs. You know, spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. They're you know they're they're hieroglyphs inside of this ancient structure for a reason. So yeah, that'll be on my episode. Probably not this episode, but next one. This episode is pretty much me getting settled. Got to get settled. You know, the, what the server's been up for. Like two, like two months already, and I haven't even got settled, so that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, well, your work schedule is hard, too. Yeah, yeah, not much time besides that. Yeah, I, I've got no clue how you do it, but I, I, I like your base. I definitely like where it's going and stuff. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is the starter area, so yeah. plan on moving out. I do have plans already for the big, the big construction. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say mega base. But it's gonna be big-ish, mm-hmm. so yeah. I don't. I don't want to say mega. Probably not mega. It depends what you think mega is, but I'm excited for it. I've been working on my main base plans for a little while now. I have the storage room and the main what I call galley section. I know what it's gonna look like, but connecting it to the exterior, I'm not sure how to do that just yet. I don't know if I want it like butting directly to the outside so there's like glass windows you can see or if it's just deep into the mountain because it, it is in a mountain and just kind of faux window style. I haven't decided just yet. I have plans for building stuff on the exterior and I have plans for building on in the interior. I just don't know if I want them touching. Oh, okay. That's the thing. I might not have them touching because I feel like that gives me more freedom to play with stuff. And that's how I go into every season. I do not plan 95% of my block placements. It just kind of happens in survival mode. And I do that by allowing myself the freedom of space 
and allowing myself to fit things in. So if I try to constrict myself with doing this big window, it might not work out as well. Yeah. Who knows? But anyway, should we move on to the news? Uh, yeah. One nineteen point two is out, and I said two. We had a pre-release, and then they released it like the next day. Yeah, it was quick. Basically, it had two bugs. It fixed an issue causing players to get disconnected with secure chat, and fixed a crash on the social interaction screens. Those are the big bugs. Those were the only bugs. I guess the crashes aren't good. You know, I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, you open a screen and it crashes your game. That- Reason to fix it. Yeah, it needs fixed. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen any of this. That's it for 119.2 then. Yeah. Huh. I don't see us getting any other 119 updates unless they're kind of feeling freaky deaky and want to add something else to the game. I kind of doubt it. I assume it's full steam ahead to 120. Yeah, we're starting to, we're starting to get to the end of summer. You know, fall's going to be beginning in a month or so. Mm-hmm. At least I, I coordinate that with football season. You know, that's coming up, so I know fall's coming. And uh, I think, what was it, July, early July, the update happened. So it's been six-month time frames recently. So I'm thinking somewhere around the holidays we'll get a look at 120. I'm not saying it'll be released, but maybe some kind of spoiler. Well, I mean, Minecon Live usually happens into September. There you go. So I think that's when we'll see something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we might get it by the end of the year. We might not, but... Oh, we will not get it by the end of the year. You don't think? <laughs> Unless it's some kind of tiny update. There, there's no way. Well, we're going to be talking about some kind of update here later on in the show. Mm-hmm. Might be something similar. Yep. It's something we, we've hinted at before, but more and more people are talking about it, so we figured we'd dive into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. But first, we have some listener comments. Both comments are from Jesse W., and they would like everyone to know they are a dino fanatic. It, it's, it's in the name. I have to, I have to do that. Mm. <laughs> but anyways, they say, hey, question. I am re-listening to episode 140 of the podcast and got an idea for the trident trouble you had. Armored boats. Build it the same way in the crafting table, but with three iron on the bottom of the five planks. It would be just a little slower than normal, and it could take a few hits. What do you think, or how do you think this would affect the game? I think this is great. I like this idea, especially because you're not using the armored boats to get around, you know, lava. They're still going to burn in lava, so you can't make a lava boat like everyone was trying to do with netherite. All you're doing is putting a little bit of armor. With drowned early game, that kind of is an issue now when you get to mid to late game drowns aren't a problem at all but at the same time you're not using a boat to get around either Mm -hmm. so it would make sense early game to sacrifice three of your iron ingots to make an armor boat that's a good risk versus reward early game yeah and the balance of it going slower you you could even make it the same speed you're sacrificing three iron ingots i mean yeah it'll be a little heavier so possibly Mm-hmm. Could be a little slower, but yeah, I I, I think that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Maybe make it when you place one of these boats on land, you straight up can't move it. Yeah, yeah, you, know, you can jump in a boat on land now, and, and you still oar it around. Maybe once that gets placed on land, that's it; it ain't moving. Yeah, that might be your balance right there. 
Mm-hmm. You make the same speed just on land, it doesn't move. Yep, can't put villagers in it and wheel them around. Which also has its advantages that way, because sometimes you put boats in areas, like if you have an animal, and you can nudge it. Yeah. Those don't nudge. You know, they're stationary, mm-hmm. which could be beneficial. Possibly be pushed by pistons, but not by player. Uh, there's a lot to think. There's a lot more to think about than you would think, actually. <laughs> mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it's a great fix. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. That would actually be the way to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't see any other way to make an armored boat. I mean, the next would be diamond and netherite, and I think that pushes it too far. Yeah, that's not practical. That makes it not worthy. Yeah. But there's people out there who would give up netherite to have lava boats. Yeah. I'm not one of them. Strider does just fine. I thought the nether would, because it doesn't burn a lava, would be a lava boat. You know, it just it makes sense, but whatever. We do have striders. We do have striders. Striders are cool. They're so ugly, they're cute. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm still not on their, they're not all that cute side. <laughs> they're derpy, yes. Got that. They got the derpiness. But the cuteness, I just haven't come around to it, I guess. Yeah. Anyways, we have another question here from Jesse W. Uh, they ask, Hey, y'all, question. We all know Minecraft won't add things from our world to be 100% hostile. Example, shark, gators, and, and the tax people, right? Wandering traders speak up. <laughs> Please stand up. But do you think they would possibly add beast? Add beast from the past? Hmm. Like maybe creeper version of the dodo bird? Or perhaps a, an, an Enderman Triceratops sort of thing? I think that would be neat. Jesse was slain due to being fossilized. Um, huh. I don't see them bringing anything from our world that's hostile anymore, period. Unless they're really trying to theme an update, kind of like polar bears aren't naturally hostile unless they have cubs. I think if they're going to bring in hostile mobs, they're planning on making more fantasy style. Hostile mobs. Yeah. Which, honestly, I love. I love the creativity that way. Yeah, when was the last? Would it be the polar bear? The last hostile mob that is in, like, our real world. In our world, yeah. Bees, I guess, could get hostile. Yeah, bees. I'm trying to think. All the mobs from 116 are nether. I guess you could count hoglins. Hmm, yeah. Because, I mean, they're based off real hogs. Yeah. Yeah, they're pretty much pigs. Yeah. Just oversized. But we have pigs. I mean, you have wild hogs. Like warthog. And wild hogs will run you over. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not all the same. Goats, kind of. Good idea, Fragile Rock. Fragile Rock and Omni listening live in the chat. Yeah, goats can get hostile. They don't do much damage. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right with the hoglins. Those might be the most recent... They're in the nether, but technically I would consider them a lot like wild hogs in real life anyways, so I don't know. I don't know. I could see, like, sharks. Well, and see, and sharks aren't naturally hostile. Yeah, not really. I think they've mistaken people as, you know. If a shark bikes, bites down on you and you realizes, or she, whatever the shark is, realizes you're not food, they tend to let go immediately. Yeah. But you still have people get attacked by sharks. Yeah, I guess it depends how hungry it is. Yeah. If it's really hungry, you know, it might just eat you. But, yeah, as far as I know, they don't, like, hunt people. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't just go out and hunt people. 
I'm trying to think if it was the nurse shark or the tiger shark that it like straight up just doesn't care about people. Like I heard the tiger shark is pretty aggressive. And it's probably the nurse shark. Like they straight up swim right up to you and then they don't bother you. Huh. I think you're right. I think the tiger shark is aggressive, but it's the nurse shark. I mean, you could have one of those in Minecraft. It'd be great for the coral reef areas. Mm-hmm. Or even make, I don't know, fantasy type of... Yeah, fantasy fish. Shark, mob, yeah. Like, kind of like a barracuda-looking, you know, shark. Barracuda shark. I don't know. <laughs> Just throw stuff out there. Something other than a guardian. Yeah, oh, yeah, there were guardians. Mm-hmm. Those were fun questions. I like those questions. Yeah. Dolphins can also attack you, Fredorock says. I've never seen a dolphin attack someone. I know in real life they can attack you. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not supposed to swim up to a dolphin. I don't know how much damage they do, but they'll, yeah, they will. Hmm. If you hit them or, yeah, hit them. I remember hearing that. I've never done it. I've never had a reason to. Yeah, never had a reason to kill a dolphin. Anytime I've killed a dolphin, it's been by accident. Mm-hmm. Or the dolphin was being dumb and jumped up on land. That's happened multiple times. Never seen that before. You've never seen it? Mm-mm. Big old wide ocean. This has happened on my single player world a lot because I live right on the ocean next to deep ocean and dolphins will swim up and jump onto my island and they just die. Hmm. Yeah, it's weird. All that ocean. All that ocean. Anyways, thanks for those questions, Jesse W. Those questions came from our Discord and it's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily. Just take Cass's word for it. Is this thing on? I'm Cass, and I'm here to figure out why you have yet to join the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to hang out with other Minecraft enthusiasts and the creators of the show. The link to join the Discord is in the show notes. Thanks for the Discord ad, Cass. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our mending Minecraft vote. This week, we asked you to choose between one of three structures. Wait, no, no, we didn't. No, I didn't change that part. <laughs> Jimbo, Jimbo cleaned the notes for us this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you guys had the choice of one of three items mm-hmm. for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were item frame, pickaxe, and the compass. And the winner of Mending Minecraft this week is... Item frame. Yeah, I would have picked the item frame too. Mm-hmm. Which technically isn't an item. <laughs> Yeah, it's technically an entity. Yeah, that's explained on one of my first notes. But the uh, votes, 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 votes. We have 18 for the item frame, 16 for the compass, and only 7 for pickaxe. Pickaxe kind of does what a pickaxe does. (laughs) Yeah, it's got so many different uses. Mm -hmm. With enchantments, it's got some enchantments, you know, so yeah. Before we get started on the item frame, an item frame is an entity that displays the item or block it's that's inside of it yeah it's an entity just so you know mm-hmm. not an item on item of the week <laughs> for mending minecraft but uh it can be crafted with eight sticks and one leather they can be found naturally inside of end ships which display the elytra uh an empty item frame can be broken simply by punching it if the item frame contains an item punching it drops the item leaving the frame on the wall Item frames can be placed on the side of cactus blocks, pressure plates, fences, trees, slabs, walls, chests, doors, and all solid blocks. I didn't know about the cactus thing. Did you know about the cactus? No. Yeah. 
and I guess you can place them underneath all these t- also. Yeah, I mm. thought that was strange. And uh, expert level cartographer villagers have a chance to sell an item frame for seven emeralds. As item frames are an entity, multiple item frames can be can occupy the same block, although on different faces. That's helpful in storage rooms. Items displayed in the item frame can turn 45 degree diagonally with the what right click? Yeah, the right click with a total of eight possible eight possibilities, and the frame outputs a redstone signal depending on the rotation phase that it can be interpreted by the redstone comparator. So yeah, comparator can pick up a redstone signal from the item frame. Pretty neat. I've always thought the biggest and best thing that happened to the item frame was the allowing two item frames to interact in the same air block. Mm -hmm. I remember having to design storage rooms around how I want my item frames to lay out. It was super annoying. Yeah. Whenever I got, I I like U-shaped storage rooms. It allows you to kind of like walk in there and scan for your block. Yep. Which I've I've always found nice in the creative process. If you have everything laid out and visually shown with item frames, it can help kickstart the creativity. And then doing a U-shape, whenever you got to the back two corners, I, you'd always have to jut it out because you couldn't have two item frames in the same place. So it kind of made for some weird some weird interactions, but that fix has always been one of my favorite fixes. I didn't know about the cactus thing. That that's kind of cool. Yeah. I wonder if like if something walks into the cactus, will the item frame pop off? You would think. I don't know. Yeah, normally it's not allowed touching anything else. Cactus, or else mm-hmm. it pops off. But the item frame didn't know it did that. Never really tried it. Never really had a reason. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to definitely. My first fix goes along with the rotation. I have found some items don't sit right in the item frame, like an enchanting table sit sideways in the item frame Hmm. and i think it would look better top down so allowing you to cycle through the rotation you have now but then allow it to flip and do the other side of rotation would be really nice yeah so a 90 degree rotation instead of all 45s yeah i think that'd be really cool for some of the miscellaneous items sometimes i just end up using our yeah armor stands with the book but you know that could be really cool the invisible item frame should automatically be in survival mode. Yeah, very useful. You'd probably have to create some kind of invisible ink potion or whatever. Use the invisibility potion. Mix it with glow ink. I think you're onto something with invisible ink because that's a real thing. Yeah. And you can add glow ink to change the item frame to make it glow. So yeah, invisible ink. Mm-hmm. I think you're onto something there. The only problem with the whole invisible item frame is when I use them on chests, like you were saying, for storage systems. Yeah. yeah. I would, I remember putting, you know, I put an item frame, make it invisible, put my item on the chest, and you would know what's in that chest, right? And then you got to click around that, that item frame. You ha- you can't click where the item frame is or else you're just going to rotate the item that's in there. And it gets so annoying mm-hmm. to, you know, perfectly try to click on this chest. But yeah, that's the only thing I don't like the about the invisible thing mm-hmm. is sometimes you click on it because you don't realize it's there. But yeah, it's useful in all kind of different ways, though, especially if you name tag something mm-hmm. and put it in an item frame. You know, you get the uh, you get the name it shows on the screen. It's pretty cool. And my last fix, which I think is the cooler fix, is 
we should be allowed to dye item frames. We're allowed to dye leather armor, leather horse armor, basically leather in general. And since an item frame is mostly leather, why can we not dye it? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I think it would be really nice. They're all the same color. And this could make it be useful in different designs, not just for holding items. Exactly. Practically getting a new block. Mm-hmm. I think that's a huge, huge fix that would create longevity to the game. Mm-hmm. Instead of changing the color by making a huge map a certain color. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get the, the outline of the frame. But yeah, it'd just be cool to have new colors. Yeah, I I thought about being able to do different borders, but the borders are made with sticks, and sticks only come in one flavor right now. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to create something new by saying, well, now every log type has a stick type. Yeah. And now every stick type can be used in too much. Just allowing us to dye the leather. Good enough. They only come in oak flavor. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that's kind of it. Well, I thought I would just want to see how cool it is that you can place a map in an item frame mm-hmm. and get the full block. Like, item frames only cover so much of the block, but when you put a map in there, it's pretty cool that you could actually, yeah, you know, get a full picture there. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw that out there. Another cool feature. Yeah, and the fact that it's a seamless, you put two of them next to each other. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our main topic? Uh, yeah, should be a fun one. So we actually had a different topic ready for this week, but Exuma put out a video that both me and Jimbo could relate with, and we thought it might be a good time to go ahead and talk about it, and we'll do our main topic next week that we've got. Mm -hmm. Anyways, Exuma's video this week was talking about a storage update. Now, I agree with Exuma in the fact that 120 will probably not be a storage update. Inventory update. Or, yeah, an inventory update, even though a lot of people are coming around and clamoring for the inventory update. Just because I think Mojang has updates planned in advance, like they already know what's 120. Well, obviously, because Minecon Lives are on the corner, but they have a good idea what 121 is going to be, also. Mm hmm. Yep. I don't think inventory will be it. If it is, I will be super excited. It'll be the first Minecon I'll be that excited for in a long time. Yeah, you've been asking for this for a while, like past couple updates. And what's funny is Exuma just put out a video. It was only, what, two days ago from today about an inventory update. And I was like, this is pretty interesting. And he's got a lot of cool things Mm -hmm. on inventory help. So, Yeah, some of them I don't think would help. I think it would hurt the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them, I think, would work great for Java, but not for Bedrock. Right. So there's there's that going on. I picked out a couple that I liked. I'm kind of pulling the video open on the other screen. Yeah, I got it out there for reference. He has he has them set at like simple ideas, moderate ideas, advanced ideas, mm-hmm. and expansion ideas. So those are its categories. And I kind of picked a couple from, well, basically one from each for the most part. I think some of them are out of, yeah, some of them are out of order. That's fine. But 
Yeah. Is there any that stand out in your mind that you're like, got to have this? One of the simple ideas I noticed, he had one where he was placing a certain block, and because he had that block in his inventory, it kept replenishing mm-hmm. the block that he was placing in that, in that inventory slot. I like that idea. I mean, it kind of, it doesn't, it, it kind of cleans up your inventory in that sense. It doesn't so much, yeah. you know, help expand your inventory, but it makes it more clean. Like if you have diorite you're placing, all the diorite in your inventory is going to go to that one inventory slot that you're placing it from. So I feel like that'll be helpful, not just with inventory, just with, you know, building in general. Yeah. I'm not sure how that one would work, like, practically. I think it's a good idea, especially if you have the the sort inventory. Now, this is a client-side mod you can get. That's real nice. You just place a button, and it automatically sorts your inventory for you. If you've got a chest open, you can hit the button, and it'll sort that chest for you. Yep, I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. It's it's a real nice uh, time saver, <laughs> unless you're doing a, uh, a redstone sorting system. that <laughs> That might mess things up a bit, but... Uh, it's a great thing to have. So using that in conjunction with the auto refill might be really nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I mentioned a while ago about a sort button on another game I play. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, why isn't this in Minecraft be so helpful with inventory? But uh, yeah, don't don't have that. But that's something that's something I also like. Yeah, I think for simple fixes, I had the middle click from distance. The fact that looking at it just if i'm so close to a block it's like when you're detailing i'm trying to think of words words are very hard for me right now but when you're detailing a building you're not going to be trying to texture a block that you can look at if that makes sense it's very rare that you're like if you run out then it's perfect to middle click now you're refilled but the ability to change items in texturing would be a lot better if I could click for more than five blocks away because I'm, I'm doing a patch of andesite and then a patch of cobblestone and then a patch of regular stone. It, this is one of those things where I wish I had a visual to show you instead because, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't tell you anymore. I'm just going to be rambling like an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I get the idea. I, I wasn't big into that one. I feel like you can mistakenly just pick block things i mean it is a button that i don't use a lot unless i'm trying to pick block things so it probably wouldn't mistakenly happen a lot but yeah i don't know i i feel like i mean five blocks away might be too short you know maybe give a little bit more distance nothing too crazy you know like all the way out there in a distance you want to pick block a, a purple block you know maybe it's I don't know, you just can't quite get on it or something. I don't know, it just seems like it's way too far in that case. Well, and see, as a controller player, I pick block everything. I am constantly pick blocking because for me to open my inventory and move my items around is a lot slower than keyboard and mouse. Yeah. Because I have my cursor at a slower pace because if I had the sensitivity all the way up like I would on a mouse, I'd be getting motion sick left and right. That makes sense. So I have to slow that down. This would be a great thing, especially for bedrock players who are either on a console using a controller or an iPad or something like that. It could be really nice. 
Now, what do, what do you pick block with? Just the control stick, click it in? Yeah, I click my right control stick. Okay. Yeah, I feel like, see, in that case, I'd probably be pick blocking a lot with blocks that aren't near me. I always click in. Yeah. By accident. Uh, one of the ones I thought was really cool that would be great for Java, but I can see no way in the world it working for Bedrock is extra offhand slots. Mm-hmm. So you'd be able to cycle through offhand slots. Right now, Bedrock, they don't even have the offhand, I don't think. And if they do, it's for like very few things. Like, I don't even think they can place torches offhand, mm. which is crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. I heard that it's basically having to deal with the touch controls on like iPads and cell phones and stuff like that, which honestly, if you're playing Minecraft on a cell phone and a touchpad, eh. I mean, if you have to, I guess. I guess. But yeah, that's not the way I do it. No. So the ways to do it. But anyways, I think that's crazy cool idea to be able to have your torches, food, and maybe enderpearls all in that offhand. Maybe you switch out with the totem of undying instead of torches. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's cool. That's crazy. And to be able to cycle through would be an awesome thing. I just don't see it happening for Bedrock. Yeah, you almost have to add buttons. Right. To be able to access these things. Mm-hmm. What it is, the look of it is when you're in your inventory, you'll see on the left side of your character, there's your armor. And on the right side of your air, your character, you have the one offhand inventory slot. But instead of one, there's four. So yeah, that's how you would access these. Mm-hmm. It looks like it, it would go perfect. Yeah, but again, bedrock. Yeah. Assign any key to it. Mm-hmm. Well, even with me as a controller player on PC, I'm limited by the amount of buttons on, that are on a controller. Mm-hmm. Now, my program, I can reprogram an entire keyboard onto my controller. But the controller only has so many buttons, which is why I have a tiny keyboard attached to my controller. <laughs> so like free cam mode I, that I'm using a lot to take screenshots for my thumbnails and stuff is the Z button because that's a quick, easy to reach button on my tiny keyboard. I can click my X button on the controller is actually shift and alt combined through a special key, a special keystroke in my program. There's a lot of extra things I do. If I just play keyboard and mouse, this wouldn't be an issue. <laughs> What's another one you like? My favorite. Let me tell you my favorite. Yeah, go ahead. The Shulker Box enchantments. Yeah, I was there too. Mm-hmm. There's two enchantments they, that he mentioned. One is Siphon, mm-hmm. to where if you have your enchanted Shulker Box in your inventory, whatever items are in that box and you're, you know, you're, Let's say you're gathering sand. This is the example they give. You're gathering sand, and there's sand in your box. When you gather that sand, it doesn't go in your inventory. It goes straight into the shulker box, which I thought that would be brilliant mm-hmm. for you know for your inventory or storage. That's honestly my favorite fix. Yeah. The The other side of the enchantment, I, I'm not a huge fan of. See, I don't mind that. I can't remember what it was called. I can't remember, but it's it takes items out of a shulker and puts it in your inventory like a refill. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. If you needed a refill, instead of getting into your box, it just automatically refills that slot that you're using. Yeah, they had. We talked about this earlier. But could you imagine going mining? Mining is where I run into a lot of inventory issues. Yeah, and you have a shulker box with stone in it. 
and it doesn't even touch your inventory. It's going straight into the shulker box, you know, along with all the ores and all the other kind of stones you dig up. Mm-hmm. Man, it just sounds so convenient. It's something I want. <laughs> it's something I want really bad. Enchanted shulkers seem to be the way to go forward, whether that be enchanted shulkers to make backpacks or these fill and siphons. That seems to be a, a, a good middle ground fix. Mm-hmm. And then you won't need infinity because you're with the refill. This is true. You wouldn't need infinity. It would break infinity. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. But you also have to take a chance of carrying your soccer box around in your inventory. If you were to die. Yeah, this is this is true. There it goes. So there is a, but that gives it some balance. Yeah. I've got two more I really liked. The first one, I think, breaks the game. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll, I'll cover that one first. And then the last one is a mod that's already out there right now that I think is the way to fix it. Okay. Actually, you know what? I'll start with, remember I used to be all about the hotbar cycle as the way to fix inventory. I've recently decided that's not the way. I tested it. I tried it. I took way too long to find the item I actually wanted to place. So I'm nixing that. Hmm. Okay. But this will be like a backpack. This is the closest backpack-like mod I've seen. So this one is called Inventory Tabs. So you can place shulker boxes, you can place chests, you can place barrels. Walk near this, open your inventory, and every container will have its own specific tab you can click on and pull items out of and put in your inventory. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so you could have a big, sh- a big storage monster. And just kind of walk up to it and be able to access every block. You don't have to go from each one to each one. Yeah, that could take a lot of time, but you can actually scroll in the, what, GUI. Well, each container would have its own specific tab. Yeah. So you would click the tab for the container you're trying to get into. I think it would get really confusing with barrels and chests because all the barrels and chests look the same. At least shulker boxes, you can color coordinate and name special. Right, but it also works with, like, crafting tables. Yeah. Looms, stuff like that. And that's that's the part I thought it would uh, kind of break the game more so on. Well, you still need them to make those things, but... Yeah. Yeah. You kind of you make a station. Once you made a station, you have everything at your fingertips. Mm-hmm. You don't have to click on them either. It's just you go into your inventory or inside that st- one station, you can access uh, all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that one wasn't bad. But my fix that I, I'm leaning with is infinitory or infinitory. That's it. Infinitory. That's the name of it. Basically, I think theirs goes on for kind of like forever, but it's just the expanded inventory slots and it would give you a scroll down instead of making the GUI big. You would just be able to scroll through your inventory. Yeah. Kind of the way you do in the creative menu. And I think that's a really good fix. Yeah, I do like that one. Just more inventory. Yeah, it doesn't change the game up incredibly. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it doesn't. It adds more slots with, without making the GUI interface huge, which is nice. You, know, you just scroll through them. Mm-hmm. What about the uh, the item slots? Instead of it being sixty four a stack, you make it like a thousand per stack. I I liked it. I've thought. That, it again, it's a coding issue, so it wouldn't happen. 
maybe it's not we've seen them go well it's it's just a button didn't he i don't know i thought he used a mod but there's a mod that showed it maybe not i don't know if it was a mod or if it was just a data pack he was using to change in the numbers could be i felt whenever you got above 99 though it got a little too crazy yeah i think like a thousand maybe at the most but yeah like you get up to what a hundred thousand let's say you want to take three out of there then you got nine you know, 99,997, which is just, I don't know. I like it somewhat even. You know, 64, yeah, you're kind of used to it. It's kind of like an iconic number now, mm-hmm. especially our you know, SMP we play is named after it. You know, we'd have to change it to channel 999 or something. <laughs> but uh, True. I like the idea. You know, of course you would save inventory spots with it. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like the... You know, the stack number 64 is just a, it's an iconic type of deal. Exactly. But of course it'd be helpful. So there are two, there are two things on here that I noticed that I hated. Okay. One is the all-in-one tool. Did you see that? Yes. And it's, I mean, it's not, I don't know, it doesn't really help your inventory except for like five slots. What I'm talking about is there is a tool that is useful as a pickaxe, shovel, axe, sword, and a hoe all-in-one. It's all used for one thing, and it looks strange, <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I guess it could be useful, but I, I don't know. It's just too weird, not something that I thought would be that interesting. Yeah, I was not a fan of that either. And I think the other one was uh, where you could have a, let's say you have a type of wood, you can place it as a stair, a slab, yes, a fence, or whatever. I just thought that was strange. I was not a fan of that one either. I think it would be great for a creative menu, but it it kind of would hurt the survival experience too much. Like it it would be such a drastic change, it would take a bit to get used to. And that's what I'm trying to kind of stay away from. Even maybe that's what the game needs. Maybe it needs a big drastic change when it comes to inventory management. But I was trying to be gentle with what I thought would work. Yeah, and there's the fact that like let's say you want to place a fence. You have a bunch of oak planks, and you want to place a fence. Well, that takes sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, like, how is that going to work? You know, you're, like, you're skipping this recipe to put down a fence. And I'm like, I, I don't know. Not a big fan of that one. It would help inventory. You know, you would just have to take wood around or stone around. Yeah. Instead of the individual blocks. But, yeah, I didn't like how it worked. Taking crafting out of the game is not a good thing. Yeah, it's pretty much what it's doing. That's all I got. How about you, Jimmy? Yeah, that's that's everything that I remember covering. All right. If you guys have any good fixes, let us know. Always looking for some cool inventory fixes. Oh, yeah. A lot of them out there. But I think that's going to do it for today's show. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting the show. Our Milk Level patrons are Arrington, Omni, Bobo Plays Games, Croc, Fragile Rock, Casey Plays Games, Loki, and Viper's Tuna. If you two would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. If you listen on Spotify, rate and follow so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com, tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. 
This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself, but also our digital producer, Carl. He helps make sure the show ends up where it should be, and the amazing music you hear throughout the show was created by the one and only Decoy. Everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for getting with us. You should probably go drink some milk now. Bye. See you guys.